I'm not just happy, I'm her pal. This is Power Up Life, the podcast. I'm your host, Gianna Lucas, co-founder and CEO at Hapal, the social enterprise that powers this podcast. We help you slay life in high school, uni and beyond. Each week on the show, you'll learn epic life skills in a super chill way. Hear from well-known legends as they reveal their biggest setbacks and milestones to date. And you'll find out what our Hapal squad think about a whole stack of topics too. From epic challenges to super raw moments, this show has it all. So let's power up life. Hey, 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 welcome to our final episode of Power Up Life Season 1. Don't you worry, we'll be back in 2021, so get excited. Now, with the new year literally around the corner, I reckon this chat will help you get into the best mindset to kickstart 2021. But before I introduce you to this week's guest, I'd love to ask you a question. Now, Have you ever had a dream and hoped it would one day become a reality, but for whatever reason, it just doesn't? Now, let's be honest, facing this truth can be a super real challenge. This week's guest knows exactly how this feels. His name is Adam Jalik. In high school, he saw himself becoming an internationally renowned soccer player. He loves soccer so much and was really, really good at it. But for a variety of reasons, this dream never happened for him. Now, despite this setback, he never stopped believing in himself. So one day, he eventually had the courage to step out of his comfort zone and try something new. And that something is now an international stationery brand for gold diggers. Adam is the proud yet incredibly humble founder and director behind My Goals, a Melbourne-based brand that's helped hundreds of thousands of people around the world track and achieve their goals. How incredible is that? Adam is an absolute legend. He's not only a Hapao ambassador, but also one of my mentors. He is so wise and such a genuine soul. He's just one of the many quotable moments in today's episode. He said this, hope is not a strategy. How true is that? Having hope and faith is super important when working towards your goals. But Adam understands that your goals still need to be backed up by a solid plan with actionable and attainable steps. As you can probably guess, Adam and I chatted about a lot of things, including what high school was like for him, why he wanted to become an athlete, how he started My Goals, advice for young entrepreneurs, how to set goals, and loads more. So let's power up life. And he's on the line right now in his lounge room at home. In fact, his theatre room, The Lucky Duckling, Adam, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Anna. Pleasure to be on. Uh, lovely to chat. Can't wait to get into it. So I want to firstly ask you this question, my friend. 
you've created a global brand, My Goals, M-I-G-O-A-L-S. Now, it is all about creating products that empower, that uplift people to be them best, their best selves. Were you always someone who was motivated, even like when you were a kid? Looking back, I was. I mean, um, in hindsight, when I look back and I, and I connect the dots, I was. I mean, I go back to when I was 16 and, and I was motivated to be a professional athlete. And I remember at the same time, I started reading books, you know, biographies around successful individuals, whether it be through business, sports, just general um, individuals. And, and I was always fascinated by what made them different, what made them stand out. And, you know, there was this ethos about, you know, working hard, having dreams, having a bigger vision. So looking back, you know, I've, I've, I've always been motivated to do something bigger, even though I didn't realise at the time, but I was always looking at a way to sort of escape the ordinary and do something extraordinary with my life. You said you wanted to do some kind of elite sport. What was it? So soccer. Growing up, I, I loved soccer. And my dream and my escape from reality or escape from the ordinary was to become a professional soccer player. I got to a stage where I was okay, pretty good. I played in the national youth team in the old A-League, which was the National League. I was at the, a club called the Melbourne Knights. So I was in their youth squad, trained with the seniors here and there. And that was my dream. So, you know, I put effort into it. And like I said, about 16 years old to sort of up the ante, I started setting goals based around my soccer career. You know, after high school, that was my thing. It was just like, you know what, I thought I was going to be a professional soccer player and put a lot of effort into it. That passion there was, this is, this can sort of, this is going to be my life. Unfortunately, we fast forward to when I was 19, 20 and it it sort of didn't happen, which was a real shock to me, but um, I learned valuable lessons along the way. So what happened to you when you were 19 then? Well, the story is, I mean, looking back, I probably realised I just didn't have the... To be a professional athlete, you sort of have to have that, not, not only self-belief, but you really, you really have to have that, um, that extra oomph. And I, I, looking back, probably look at it and go, I was, I was missing that X factor. Good player, I listened well, but I just didn't have that the hardness in me, the, you know, the, the, the character, to, to, you know, to, to really push through. And so that was probably my biggest le- lesson looking back. It was just like, you know, what, why didn't I succeed? And I think it was just more of a, you know, I was definitely motivated, but it was just probably a self-doubt. It was just that, you know, that, that self-belief that I sort of struggled with. And you see athletes that may not be as good, but they've just got this belief in themselves. And we look at, you know, even musicians or actors or whatever it may be, the, the ones, they may not be the most talented, but they've got belief. And that yeah. self-belief can sort of take you a, a long, long way in anything you do. And I, and I think I lacked that a little bit when I was younger. Yeah. Um, I was always, yeah. So that was one of the big things. I mean, I, I, was, I, was, I was good, but I wasn't good enough um, mentally probably. Did you feel then subconsciously looking back now that that may have been something deep down you didn't want to do? Like subconsciously? Because I think about Olympians, right? Those that go to the mm-hmm. Olympics, win gold for Australia. And like in the case now, like the Japan Olympics have been postponed to next year. I'm thinking, man, like these these athletes have been training, thinking they're going to Tokyo 2020 and now it's Tokyo yeah. 2020 and 21. You know, like it's, it's I mean, the name change is interesting, but I see they're trying to be sustainable. So good on them. But like, yeah. like I think, man, like you think that you're about to go in the next couple of months overseas to, to show what you've been working on and then you have to wait another year and that takes a lot of a a huge toll on the mind and Mm -hmm. but there may be some athletes that decide to go nah I'm not doing it anymore there'll be some that say yes I'm up to the challenge did you find that you you perhaps weren't ready then or it wasn't the right goal for you to pursue in life as as your ultimate goal I look I mean uh, uh, looking back I mean I think it was the right goal I mean I loved it I was passionate about soccer 
you know, I'd, I'd go come home and I'll be at the park training, doing the extra bits. You know, it's something that's stayed with me for I mean, even since then. It's something I've had to overcome. And still to this day, that that sense of, you know, um, imposter syndrome or whatever it may be, or that self-doubt, it's still mm-hmm. there within me. And it's always, and I look back, just being honest with myself, it's always probably been there. And it's been something that I've had to overcome with the, the fear of, you know, even, even now with social media, whatever it may be, putting myself out there, really putting myself out there for whatever reason I've struggled with. And I'm, not, and I'm aware, fully aware of it in terms of, so I think it wasn't, I think it was the right goal. And I was thinking, you know, you'll do anything to be a professional athlete and play in front of tens of thousands of people. It's any, any kid's, you know, lifelong dream. But I think it was just that me, that, that self-doubt, that belief. Yeah. And so that's been the thing I've really had to work on. Even that introduction you mentioned, I've got a global brand. You know, my goal is a global brand and I still look at them like, oh, it's still, it's, it's a very humbling thing to think about, to still think there's yeah. so far to go. So I think there's that thing in me that I need to, that I've had to overcome. Yeah, I think you've hit the nail on the head because you're right. I, I look for on the outside and see the products you produce, the engagement you get online. You know, you've got like over 50,000, I think, followers just on Instagram. And I look at all of that. I'm like, gee, you're, you're successful. According to the books, you're successful. Yeah. Whereas you're, you've been behind the scenes growing this brand. You've been growing it for a few years now. And you know what's taken you to get to this point. And obviously based on your own goals or my goals <laughs> yeah. uh, that, you, that you want to pursue, you know where you want to go. And you're probably thinking, oh, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. So is that 100%. where you think that humility sort of comes into it? Yeah, 100%. You've nailed it. In terms of, and it's always a thought, you know, I'm not there yet. Um, there's still a lot more to do. But also just, I mean, just from experience and, and the person that I want to be, what you know, what I value. I mean, I want to be that person that, that is humble. I mean, you know what I mean? That, that, you know, I look up to people, you know, someone like The Rock, you know, successful family man. He's very, awesome. You know, but exactly, he's got the thing. He's someone that inspires me, David Beckham as well. I mean, I go through these, you know, he, he seems, you know, family man. He's very successful, but he's also very nice to people. Yeah. And those are the kind of people, he's not cocky, doesn't come across cocky, but, you know, these that's who I look up to. And I probably always looked up to individuals like that. And that's why that humility and that the humbleness is there. It's like, okay, which is good, but then also can be uh, have a negative effect in terms of that self-belief. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've had to, I think you have to find that balance between saying I'm good enough and I'm proud, I'm confident, as opposed to always saying, God, putting yourself down. So that's something I've had to work on. And in the early days when you were growing my goals, you obviously at the time were an unknown entity. No one mm-hmm. knew Adam Jalik. No one knew what yeah. my goals was. How did you get cut through? Like, obviously you had to have some kind of self-belief in knowing that you were going somewhere great, but how did how did you go about in the early days creating this brand and getting it out there? I mean, in the early days, it was always about creating this brand because I couldn't find something in the market. So it was a problem solution. And, and that was the whole approach where it was, it, was, it was honest. I was creating something for myself. So the honesty was just like, you know, what, I'm going to create something for myself and see what happens. So from, from the onset, it was just like, I'm not creating this to make money. I'm not creating this to, you know, create a global brand. I'm creating this to help myself. And then once it starts building, I mean, the journey of belief is, is about, you know, taking more action, building up some momentum, and then all of a sudden you start to believe in yourself. So even going back before that, probably the one of the biggest things that's, that's held me back is, you know, people around you. You know, in terms of not in a bad way, but in the fact that everyone around me growing up, parents, family, um, friends, it's very safe. It's always been very safe. So once you're growing up, once that's ingrained in you, that it's not possible to be something special or to do something big, that's hard to sort of take out. So um, for me, it's like, you know, parents, safety. It's like go to school, good job, 
you know, work your way up, essentially. Friends, not many people, you know, dreaming that they can impact the world. So when you go against the grain, it, it takes you a long time to sort of build that self-belief. And that's like where it's just like, I can assure you it would have been slightly different if there was people saying, you know, starting a business and they've had huge success and then, you you know, they become your mentors or they tell you it's possible. Then all of a sudden you're like, you know what, I can. And I, I see with the younger generation now, they've got, you know, friends and, and, and peers or people in their, you know, in their social networks that are doing amazing things at such a young age. You know, with technology, it's opened up borders, it's opened up opportunities. So that belief all of a sudden, they're starting from a level of belief which is huge. Whereas for me, it was just like no one's ever done anything like this. No one ever spoke about goals when I started. What year did you network. start? What year did you I started start? 2010. Right. So really around 2010 was Facebook. There was no Snapchat, yeah. no TikTok, no Instagram, none of no. that. And, I, and, mean tech, and mean technology, to be honest with you, I'm not a big tech savvy person I, I just don't like tech always last to come onto anything even facebook i don't even have my real name there instagram my profile i don't post much at all it's so that's but been my another goals thing you do. my goals you do but you're talking my about goals, a yeah. personal one yeah personal yeah. yeah yeah but even even for my goals i mean it's again it's always been a it's always been a challenge but something that i've had to overcome and i don't know why i think it's just always been a, a, a sense of you know don't really want everyone to know what i'm doing or you know my personal life is my personal life but I've realized at the same time that you need to put it out there. It's just a necessity, you know, necessity these days. So, um, so I think that was a big thing. I've learned the more things that we do, that momentum builds and that belief builds. So for anyone that doesn't have belief or struggles with it, you know, one of my tips for them is always to do more, get out there, get more results. Sometimes you're going to get no's and you're going to get rejected. But that, that's going. the biggest thing though, like just sorry to interrupt there, but there's two things that I think about even in my own life. I at times was scared of failure and I've yeah. also been scared of success, wondering what people will say about me if I do really well at something. And 100%. both of those can stop people from moving forward. Would you agree? Definitely. And, and, and that's exactly when you mention it that way, that's exactly what's held me back in many ways. Fear of failure, number one, in terms of, you know, letting down the people around me. Two, fear of success. What does that look like? You know what I mean? It's like, how does that change? Am I ready for it? Am I, am I? Am I worthy of it? So that worthiness, I think, is what holds people back a lot. Yeah. Like, am, I, am I really worthy of this? Like, yeah. you know, I'm just this person that's got an idea. What makes me special? And then you sort of start to doubt yourself. It's like, oh, even talking to people about, you know, goals and that, it's like I've just I've started this business based on my own personal experiences. So am I worthy enough to talk to people about this? And, but I've realised over time I am. So that's, that's, that's that in a, in a chat that you have to have with yourself to sort of keep building. So that's one of your tips. What's another tip you have? To what, to build belief? Yeah, to build to... belief. Yeah, like because uh, I think about, say, a young person who is starting out like yourself, maybe they've got yeah. a supportive family around them, maybe they don't. Maybe they've got parents that don't really equip that young person with uh, positivity and with encouragement to say, you can do anything. More, They might be keeping their distance. There might be parents sort of like yours that work really hard, just get a good job, work really hard and, yeah. and earn an income that way. Whereas you did something outside of the, the normal mould. By the way, there are your kids in the background. <laughs> kids, kids in the background. This is uh, isolation. So this is yes. school homeschooling homeschooling i love it i love it, it makes it really, really so they, they're getting in they're getting detention up there so if they're screaming <laughs> that means they've got detention 
Love it, love it. So with parents that are more disengaged, how can a young person, you said before, you got to get yourself out there, you just got to keep going. Well, where should they start? Like I'm talking, Adam, ground zero. Like where do, where do they start from? Maybe they don't have really any contacts at all. What would you recommend mm-hmm. that they do to start reaching out if they've got this goal or dream in mind, whether it be sport, entrepreneurship, whatever? I mean, one of the biggest lessons for me was when I started my goals and it was the, the fact when you had something tangible to show. So in the beginning, it's just an idea and everyone's got great, you know, everyone's got some ideas, right? Everyone, I believe, has got million dollar ideas, but it's the people that can actually go out there and start the process, do something about it, make a website, create a product, whatever the case be. And, and the turning point was when I created the first sample. So when I put it together, my friend put it together and printing off that first sample and going to a bookshop and showing them that sample, that was the first time it's like, this is now real. As opposed to if you just tell someone your idea, they're going to say, okay, great idea. Um, once you show me, then I'll start believing. So for anyone that's got an idea, start somewhere. I mean, get, get the, if, if you've got an idea for a business, it means register the, the business name, have a business plan. You know what I mean? Show people that you're actually serious about it as opposed to just talking about it. Um, Full talk, no action. It's yeah, not going to get you anywhere. <laughs> no, and, and that's the thing. I mean, and again, be, be prepared to be uncomfortable. If you want to make progress and you know what you do is on a day-to-day basis, you know, we've all got our comfort zones and, and you know, to get ahead in anything that you do, you have to get out of your comfort zone. There, there's no other way. I mean, you just have to be prepared to sort of work harder, um, get more rejections, um, do more, and, and then it actually opens up the opportunities. You improve your odds of success. Um, you know, network, go meet new people that you might not have. So I can look back on on my goals in my own career and say, okay, you know, my goals could have been probably a, little, a lot bigger right now. But, you know, I, I take responsibility on a lot of those things in terms of, okay, maybe I was fearful of going out there and meeting new people. Um, you know what I mean? So that's, that's I can look back and go, okay, there's certain things that we've missed over the last few years that would have helped it get to that next level. And there's, you know, there's no going around it. Reach out to more people, find better people, whatever it may be, but there's, it involves work and, and going out of your comfort zone to sort of get to that next level. I completely agree with what you said. And I also believe though, everything happens for a reason. And I know I hear you speak and you're like, I recognize you're saying, I recognize where, what I did wrong or what I could have done better. And hindsight yeah. is a great thing because you can now see, oh, this is what I need to do next time to make that better. But I also yeah. believe that even in the less fun times in our life, the times that we probably despise or hate or get really frustrated about, there's always that lesson to be learned. There's, And I reckon once you're out of the gutter, once you're out of that that stage of your life and you're in a new chapter and you look back, I know in my own life when I've gone through stuff, good and bad, I've looked back and I've gone, I'm so actually grateful that that happened because it's led me to where I am today. And if that didn't happen back then, I wouldn't have learned that. I wouldn't have grown in that way and learned, boosted my personal development to get we get me to where I am now. And I'd also encourage you that even though you, you said before, oh, we could have been in a different place where we are today. I also acknowledge how far you've come. Also know your brand is going to continue to grow. I'm sure yeah. the lessons you've learned in the past are going to hold you in good stead moving forward and, and, and it's i don't look at it as a bad way in terms of acknowledging it's just being honest with myself and going if it is to be it's it's up to us it's up to me whatever it may yeah. be so it's just it's just taking that on board and going you know what, i'm not going to make excuses and you know it's like you know what i could have done a little bit extra yeah. here 
I could have pushed a little bit extra there. Most people will no. disregard it or not take responsibility, which is another yeah, just... credit to character that you've been able to do that and admit to that publicly on a podcast, well, which no, is really good, you know? Most people will make an excuse and go, no, it wasn't fair. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that aren't fair, but at the end of the day, it falls, it falls to you and the people around you. We know what we should be doing, but a lot of us don't end up doing it. And that's the biggest struggle. That's the biggest struggle that so would have. If we can just get better at turning those shoulds into musts or, or actually doing them, then, then we'll start to see. It's like, you know, you should be making this many sales calls per day, but you don't. So, you know, it's once you start making those ones and doing the shoulds, or, you know, or turning them into must, that's when things start to change. How big is routine, routine for you? Because I'm thinking that's the next step to what you've said. Once you turn a should into a must, isn't yeah. your routine sort of the next step? Yeah, 100%. Routine's immensely important, immensely. I mean, especially, I mean, I will mention it, you know, the times that we are going through now. Routine is, is number one, getting into good habits, developing good habits. And I always work from, you know, I work backwards in terms of having that long-term vision, but that short-term focus. So you've got to have okay. that vision. You, compelling vision is something that excites you but you can't stay in that future self you have to come back to today and go what do i need to do today to get me to that and that's the way i work right whereas a lot of people just you know they might have that short-term focus where they just get through their list and they and they nail their daily routine but they don't have this compelling vision they're going for so they get stuck and it's like you know why am i doing what i'm doing i don't see where i'm heading i think if you can marry the two together have that big compelling vision and do something every day to get you closer one step closer then you're on the right track then you're at least giving yourself the best opportunity to succeed. I always say there's no guarantees. There's, there's no guarantees and it's always about odds. For me, it's like looking at, do you look at someone that doesn't have a vision, someone that doesn't set goals, someone that doesn't have a routine compared to the person that does? I'll put my money on the fact that that person that does have those simple things ingrained will have a better chance of, you know, making a success of themselves in whatever they want to be. So I look at it that way. So I don't getting out there and giving it a crack. And that's always been the case when you look back, when we're sitting back and going, did I give myself the best opportunity to do the things I always want to do? And if you can tick that off and say, yes, then that's all we can ask for. If you become really successful and you get a lot of rewards and accolation out of it, bonus, but we can't be guaranteed that. So it's just going out there and doing the things that actually matter to you most. For me, that's that's starting point one, you know, being passionate about what you're doing and giving it a crack and then, you know, putting in the effort. If it doesn't work out, you know, I always look back and go, if my goals was to end tomorrow, I'll still be proud to tell my kids, look what, you know, what, what we accomplished or look what my goals accomplished. You know what I mean? That's Bookstores beautiful. around, even though you can say, oh, you know, it could have been bigger. Yes. It could have been. But anyone but could be bigger. I just want to say exactly. that too. Like, it never ends. Yeah. Like I think of someone like Oprah, Tony Robbins. You mentioned The Rock. All yeah, these yeah. people, like they're probably, if I ask them, do you think you've achieved everything you want to achieve in life? No. I reckon they'd all say no. <laughs> you know, but we yeah. see them as being these amazing, successful people. But they've still got goals. Goals don't stop. So Exactly. They yeah. don't. Yeah. But being able to sort of pause and go, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for what, what's happened. That, that's important as well. You know, being able to sort of go, yeah, I've, I've actually done something pretty good and acknowledge yeah. those wins and, and acknowledge that progress. So important to do. It is. And it helps you to acknowledge how far you've come because often we're only looking to the future. We don't actually look at, you know, the road that we've actually taken. And that's, yeah. 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 We're always looking forward and we don't stop enough to sort of reflect and go, you know what? Because we get caught up, you know what I mean? So keeping up with the Joneses or keeping up yes. with whoever it is. And it's a natural the next thing. next person right? on are, TikTok. <laughs> yeah we're, we're competitive in nature human beings are competitive yeah um and that's not a bad thing but it's it, it's being able to sort of realize or real um understand what is your definition of success yeah. 
and being able to develop your own set of rules that matter to you, that bring you fulfillment and joy. And that's been a lesson for me because it's always, I mean, in business, it's always about pairing yourself. And, and usually what we compare ourselves with is, is profits or revenue. It's like, oh, these companies done that much or they're better. But then it's being able to step back and go, you know what? What is my definition? What, what am I here to do? And it's like make impact. Great. It's, I'm here to make impact. I'm here to have more choices. I'm you know, here to support my family. So it's being able to step back and understand what are the compelling reasons that you're doing them for. And that's been important for me because it's like maybe I don't need to be 100, 200, 300 million, whatever, you know, that big number that people are unicorn or whatever people are chasing. You know, that's not that important in hindsight. That's, that's you know, it's always nice to sort of dream of becoming the next Facebook or whatever it may be, but that, that's not really my definition of what success is. So being really honing in on that consistently is important. And it really comes down to like what Simon Sinek says in his book, Start With Why. It's what yeah. is your why? Why are you doing what you're doing? And you've certainly got a clear why and you've spoken so so well in this interview. I've absolutely loved this chat. What's next for my goals? What are you hoping to achieve? Now we're talking about goals. What are they? <laughs> in, in the grand scheme of things, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's um, yeah you know, continuing expanding globally, but also implementing those ideas that we have. And that's the way I sort of measure my success in terms of if I can put those ideas that I have on paper, that I have in my head, if I can put them out to the market or put them out into the world, that's 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 the next big thing for me. And there's plenty of them. And it's just being able to sort of put them, to, you know, make them, make, turn them into reality again. Um, so that's that's the thing, right? Sometimes you get complacent, um, not complacent, but you sort of you got your product range and you just sort of stick to that. And you, when there's you know there's a bigger picture out there. So for me, the the ultimate success would be if I can look back and go that whole picture that I had in my head, we ticked off every single one of those things. Some worked, some didn't, but that's what I had, and you know that was the big vision, and we gave it a crack. Whereas right now it's like 20 percent of it, if yeah. that. And so I feel I feel there's I always say you got to have aces up your sleeve. If you can have an ace up your sleeve, that's that's a good thing, right? You know what I mean. If if you've run out of aces and you've run out of ideas, then it's okay. So you've always got to have that. Some you always got to have that back. You know, it's not even a back. It's just like knowing that you got more up your sleeve. Yes. And that's yeah. where my goals is right now. It's like there's a lot more to do. So that excites me. And that should excite you. It excites me. And I, I absolutely love to, over the last couple of years or two, three years, I've known you, maybe even more now. Yeah. <laughs> seeing you grow. I was actually looking at, I, I, back in the day, had my own podcast called Promenade With Me, which I finished up in 2018. And I saw that I interviewed you in November 2017. And I'm like, really? Was it that long ago? And anyway, it's, time it, flies. It goes quick. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It so does. I'm going to let you go for two seconds. And then you're going to come mm -hmm. back and I'm going to ask you something about what you are most grateful for. And of course, don't go anywhere, guys, because I've also got the challenge. Learn epic life skills in a super chill way. Sign up for free at herpal.com. This week, we asked you if you could be any animal, what would you be and why? And here's what you had to say. If I could be any animal, I would be a cat because they're super carefree and relaxed and I would love to just chill out all day. If I could be one animal, I'd want to be a dolphin because I just think they're really happy and I love the ocean and they just seem like they're really fun creatures. If I could be any animal, I would be a dog because they are such a happy animal and they love running around and going on walks, which is what I like to do. If I had to pick one, it would be... I think an eagle. First of all, I just love to be able to fly. I think that's just amazing and it would be 
Well, I imagine it'd be one of the most liberating experiences ever, just to be able to look at everything from the top. I'm Carissa Shale, and that's this week's talk topic. Got something to share? Drop us an email, yoursay at hapow.com. You're listening to a Hapow podcast. So Adam, I am big on gratitude. And like I ask every interviewee that comes on the Power Up Life show, what is one big thing that you are grateful for? And what is one small thing that you're grateful for? That's a great question. I mean, um, probably the big thing I... I can't go past my kids, my two girls, uh, Lara and Yasmin, eight years old, five years old, super grateful for them. They're the ones when, when times are tough, you look at them. And even though they can be naughty, destructive, you know, they're the things that I'm most grateful for, my, my two girls. And the small thing, I can't go past coffee. I cannot go past coffee. <laughs> if you can't go past it, it might be a big thing. <laughs> It's a, no, it's a small, I, I look at the thing, I mean, it's a small thing, right? It's a small pleasure. It yeah. costs three, four dollars, but that's the thing that I'm super, if, without coffee. What would you do? I, I, don't, I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> Actually, There'd be no my I'll, goals. <laughs> I'll, I'll struggle. And it's not, a, it's just, it's just holding it, the smell of it, you know, you pick it, it's just, yeah, just a latte. Just normal standard latte. latte. Is this standard almond? Latte. Are you almond milk, soy? Coconut, no, my wife's, dairy. My wife's almond, and, yeah. and I sometimes sort of mix between. It might have a sip of hers. So, um, no, just <laughs> just just just, just the standard. <laughs> just the, I, I get her. I get you know. I pick up the two lattes, the takeaways, and then I yeah. I sit between the two, and she goes, "Why is mine sort of empty?" I'm like, no, that's, that's what they just. That's the way they fill it up. They didn't fill it up to the top. <laughs> they're a bit. They're uh, a bit stinge on on the almond yeah. milk. It's a bit more expensive than the dairy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I go next next time I go in there, I'll tell them. I'll yeah. tell them you want turpy. <laughs> I'm big on almond milk. I actually haven't had dairy milk in probably around three years, maybe. Four. Wow. Yeah, it's um, almonds nice. I, I you know that nutty flavour. It's, it's I don't mind it, but um, um, I can't go past the normal. Yeah, you're a true European Mediterranean. <laughs> Mediterranean. No, I'm, I've never done the espresso, but but I always have to have that milk. Nice. Um, but cut back on sugar, which is a good thing. So I used to do two sugars and now I don't do any sugar, Excellent. which is great. Very good for your health. Made progress. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> now, how can people get in touch with you? If they want to check out what My Goals is all about, your products, if they want to learn more about your story, how can they get in touch? So first place um, website, so www.mygoals.com or on the socials, so go to Instagram at My Goals. If you want to look me up more, um, LinkedIn, LinkedIn at Adam Jellick, J-E-L-I-C. That's probably the best place to find out more information about me personally. And yeah, that's about it. Awesome. You know, check out the website. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Adam. Up next is my favorite part of every interview, the challenge. <laughs> I can't wait to tell you what mm. I've got up for you. <laughs> awesome. Can't, looking forward to it. <laughs> Not. Want to power up life? Download your free Power Pack wallpapers at hapow.com. All right, Adam, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous because I don't know what you're going to be coming up with. So actually a little bit nervous here. Well, Adam, I've got my, my hubby here next to me, who's the co-founder and CMO, which is Chief Marketing Officer at Hapow. Hello, Brendan. You want to come how up to the mic? Adam, again? <laughs> Brendan, nice to speak again. Uh, nice to speak. Guys, I'm so glad to have you here. Now, the game that we're going to be playing today is Never Have I Ever. All right. Okay. Now, this game is played everywhere. It's a big one, but we're going to powerify it. We're going to power up life it. So we're going to make it our own. So how this game works in this particular challenge is a little bit different. Basically, the aim of the game 
is to get the least amount of points as possible at the end. You don't want to get a lot of points. You want to finish off with the least amount of points. So basically, for example, this is not one of the questions, but say, never have I ever gone skydiving. Now, if you and I say we have none of us have ever gone skydiving, then you get a point. we wouldn't get a point. No, but we don't we wouldn't remember, get we don't want to get points. We don't want to get points. Oh. <laughs> so if we haven't, and it's an honest answer and we haven't, then we're good. Whereas if okay. you did go skydiving, you get a point then you're you're not going to probably win the game. Does that make okay. sense? <laughs> that makes sense. Let's let, let's run with it. Let's just see what happens. Okay, all right. So I've got Brendan here to adjudicate. He's going to come up to the mic and he's going to tell us all the questions. Now there's 15 questions. Whoa. There's 15. Now, if there's something really interesting you want to say as to the reason why you have or haven't gotten something before, please do tell because we love a good fun fact. All right, Adam? Okay. Okay. All right. Question number no one, cheating. Brendan. No, no cheating. Just be honest. It's all we're all about in a power. All right, go. Never have I ever gotten stitches. Yes, I have got I stitches. I have also had stitches. Why did you get stitches? The earliest memory I remember was um, me and my brother were going on skateboards and literally I bumped him. No, no, the earliest memory was on those toy machines. You know those little toy machines back and forth? The ones and at, then the I got, at the shopping centre? Uh, yeah, we put 20 cents in. Then I got pushed off. I was maybe two... <laughs> And then I hit my head on the corner of oh. the where you put the coin. Yeah, stitches. Oh. Yeah. Do you know yeah. where I got stitches? My first memory when I was at home at my mum's place. I was a little kid, about three years old, and I fell over, cut my lip on the corner of a table, split my lip wow. completely open, and I had to get it stitched up so that I was able to have my my mouth back to normal. And luckily, I had a really good surgeon. Oh. Yep. So that was my first it, stitches experience. Seems to be the age, right? Two to four. That's where, yeah. that's where the first stitch experience happens. <laughs> yeah. All right, number two. Go, Brendan. Never have I ever gotten a tattoo. No, never. No tattoo. No. Don't have a tattoo. No. No. Okay, so that's one point for each of us. Okay, we're even. Woo. Number ne- three. Never have I ever performed on stage. I have. I have as well. All right, so <laughs> there you go. Okay, number four. Never have I ever gone vegan. I've gone vegan. Never. No. <gasps> hasn't gone vegan i have gone vegan brendan and i like, went vegan a few months ago yes we did for about three months for how long for three months, three yeah, months. that's decent i've gone vegan you have a vegan meal Is... once and once in blue moon okay so do you like, reckon that do you reckon i get a point for that or not i think i do get a point three months is a good effort okay yeah, i get legit. a point i get a point no i get a point because i've done it yeah was that after you watched the game changes yeah i watched the game changes okay on there you go. Get a point. uh never have i ever worked in hospitality i have worked in hospitality Never. Oh, he hasn't. So I now get another point. I'm losing. Okay. okay. What's the next this, one? This is a good. This is a good game. Learned a musical instrument. I have learned. I one. have. I, I have, have as well. Okay, we both have. All right, so we both get a point. Okay, next. Never have I ever had a bad allergic reaction. Never. Oh, have I? I haven't. Brendan, have I had one? I can't think. No, I can't say I have. No. So, no. No. If it was bad, you would know about it. It's <laughs> true. That's right. That's why. Never, never have I ever been in an embarrassing video. Oh, that, that was, was uploaded, uploaded to YouTube. YouTube. I have. Adam and I both I've, have. What was I'm your video? Can you talk about this? I can talk about it, and I don't think anyone will ever find it. it. Was Richard Branson had this competition, right? This was years ago, right? And you had to you had to send in a, a tape or a film. And I got me and my dad, and we dressed up in these red jackets. And my dad's a musician, <laughs> and we sang this song. To Richard Branson to win the competition, <laughs> and which somehow song? which song we made up a song. Oh, yeah. you made up a song. <laughs> yeah, 
And my dad's got this thick European accent, right? So you can imagine this, you know, this European accent singing this song to Mr. Branson. He called him Mr. Branson. It was hilarious. I love it. And I think it's it's out there on the internet somewhere, but we've never found it. I mean, there we uploaded go. it. Someone saw it once and they said, did you do that? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yes, I think I did. did. It's yeah, not on your really LinkedIn. It's not on your LinkedIn. There you go. It's not on LinkedIn. Yeah. No. For me, I when I got married on my wedding day with Brendan, who's standing next to me, we uh, did a medley. And wow. was, we ended up having ourselves, our bridal party, our our parents, our MC, and there was about 15 of us by the end of the medley. We, we went for about 12 minutes. Yeah, I loved it. It was a lot of fun, very funny, and ended up getting like well over 100,000 hits on YouTube. What? Yeah. Bang. So that, you that, can probably that's find a winner. It, guys, on YouTube. Put the link out there. I should. You're going to put the link. Yeah, put, put the, the link, link out. out. I'll put the link out. All right, next one. Never have I ever been on TV or radio. Oh, I, I have. have. Okay, we both have. So we both get a point. Are you on TV? Yeah, TV or radio. Okay, yep. Yep, yep. yep. Okay, next. Never have I ever accidentally thrown up on a roller coaster. Never. No, I haven't either. Never Can we just have, have a score check? Oh, score check, score check. Okay, Adam, four. Gianna, one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm losing. Oof. <laughs> this is good. Never have I ever been to Europe. I have been to Europe. I have, yeah. We yep. both have been to Europe. Okay, so now you're on... Uh, Five and I'm on seven. Never have I ever played a professional sport. I have. Yeah, you have. Yeah. You just spoke about it. You can't get out of that one. He has, yes, and I haven't. There we go. What, 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 the one point difference. One point, yep. Never have I ever read a novel in one day. I have. Now, I'll that's a honest. tough question. I mean, I mean, depending, I mean, there's those books book. that it's are like. A book. Have you read a, a book, book in yeah, one I day? Have. Yep, he I has. Have. We both get a Probably point. a 30-page book. <laughs> That's a novel. <laughs> Call that a novel. <laughs> Second last one. Never have I ever walked out of a movie because it was bad. I don't usually walk out of movies. Now I have to think about this one. Have a think. Have I ever walked Have I ever walked out of a movie? Oh, I can't remember, so I'll say no. You haven't? If there was one, no, I haven't, no. Neither have I. I almost worked out, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, because I do love love Will Ferrell, but Anchorman 2, I almost walked out of that movie because oh, I, I didn't know where that. I was going, but I didn't. I stayed. I stuck it out, you, and I'm glad I did. You, you can't walk out on a Will Ferrell. The only one that I, <laughs> I was disappointed was with um, Holmes, and, Holmes and Watson. That was, that was oh, terrible. Oh, yeah, you didn't like that? No, go. I didn't like that. That was a terrible thing for Will. But you didn't walk out, so you don't I didn't get walk a out. point. I That's stayed good. There. I stayed there. Okay, last question. Last one. Never have I ever been so sunburnt I couldn't wear any clothing. No, no. I'm sun smart. I'm sun smart. You have? My I wife have. has. I am so, so sun smart, but Brendan and I wore sunscreen that had expired. We didn't know it did. We were <laughs> out, we're out in Torquay, out in the surf, and we felt our skin burning up. We didn't know why. We then went back to yeah. our hotel room, and I kid you not, we become we we were tomatoes. I'm so paranoid about my skin. I actually have an autoimmune disease called vitiligo. So my skin is like really important that I take care of it because of the pigmentation. We were so red, we couldn't even sleep, we couldn't walk, we couldn't sit. Oh, wow. We almost were rushed to hospital. So yes, I have oh, been burnt. <laughs> I haven't. I mean, that's yeah. It's it's sunburns. It's it's deceiving, right? It is. All of a sudden, you think you're fine, and then you get back, Dang. and then it happened to my wife. You know what it's like. I learned right. learned, learned from experience. <laughs> You've learned from experience. So have I. Now being through it. All right. So I've got a total of nine points. And how many points do you have? Okay. Do you want to tell us? I've got it here, but Randy, you can read it. I oh, think I won. Drum roll. Okay. Right up to the mic, Brent, so we can hear you clearly. Gianna nine, Adam eight. Okay, so what do I win? I, I'm, I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> you don't win anything. What? 
What's it? No prize? <laughs> no, no. You get to become the director of a brand called My Goals. That's your prize. Woo! Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, no, I'll, t- I'll take it. I'll take it. It's a good role. It's a, it's a good good thing to win. You should be grateful. All right, mate. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It was so great to have no, you on. No, pleasure. Thank you. And thank you for sharing your insights and inspiration with so many of our listeners. I know that a lot of us would have taken away, you know, at least three things out of this interview. So thank you so much again. No, I promise. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on, Jana. We'll speak soon. I told you Adam was awesome and now you too can see why. What a way to finish our season one of Power Up Life. Thank you so much for tuning in into our weekly episodes throughout this year and what a year 2020 has been. We released 16 of these episodes and all was so different. A huge thank you, of course, to our amazing guests who came on each week sharing their stories and insights so that you had the tools to help empower you to work towards your goals, to help you break down limiting beliefs and loads more. With Christmas and the new year around the corner, the Hapao team and I want to wish you a happy holiday break. You know, as I said before, this has been a difficult season, a difficult year 2020, but we managed to get through it and because of that, we are even stronger than we were before. So go us. Yay. (laughs) Power Up Life will be back in 2021 with season two. But until then, you can listen back to all our past episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts or via our website, hapow.com. One more hapow, sign up to our free Life Skills platform to get access to our on-demand expert-led video masterclasses called Life Lessons, quizzes, blogs, and more. Again, you just have to visit our website to sign up. Simply visit herpow.com. Want to be a herpow advocate and contribute to our weekly talk topics and more? Well, you can do so by emailing us at yoursay at herpow.com. And don't forget to follow us on social. Simply search for herpow au to follow us and stay in the know. P.S. Before I go, if you liked this episode of Power Up Life or our entire first season, we would love to hear your thoughts. Let us know by leaving us a rating and review. By doing so, it helps us reach even more legends like yourself. And so for the final time for season one, I can say that this episode of Power Up Life was produced by me, Gianna Lucas, Maria Dukadinovska and Carissa Shale for the Herpal Podcast Network. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Power Up Life, a Hapow podcast. If you loved this episode, be a legend and leave us a quick rating and review on your fave podcast app. Dive into the show notes for all episodes on our website, hapow.com forward slash podcast. Catch you next time and remember to power up life.